Game day, we're back. Another episode of Pump the Brakes. I'm the host, Eric Evans. Today's episode, we will be recapping the Rangers-Astros game last night. I will do a quick little preview with the Phillies and the Diamondbacks game three. And we also have an NFL game tonight, thank goodness. Jaguars at the Saints. I ended up having tickets to that game somehow, thank you Blake. But I had to politely decline. But first, before we get started, I uh, just want to remind everybody, if you could please go to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash pump the brakes. Make sure you spell brakes correctly, B-R-A-K-E-S. You'd think most people would know that, but you would be surprised how many people, when I get them like in front of me and they're looking it up on YouTube, they just cannot find it because I can't fucking spell correctly. Um, like the Facebook page, we're trying to get so much interaction, we're trying to really blow this thing up, and we can't do it unless you guys help us out. So please, youtube.com slash pump the brakes. The Facebook page, same thing, facebook.com slash pump the brakes. Um, subscribe, rate, review, every little thing you do. You guys have no idea how much that impacts this podcast. And again, we need all of the help that we can get. All right, so we're going to start Rangers-Astros last night. Rangers have a 2-0 series lead, took both games in Houston. And, boy, if you want to see a, a desperate team, you lose the first two games at home, you're in a bind. And on top of all that, you got to go on the road, and you got Max Scherzer staring you down. Now, luckily for the Astros, and this is why I picked Houston last night, um, I actually really like them in this game. Scherzer, his first game since September 12th. I mean, he's not like Max Freed as far as, you know, he's got a much larger predator. Like, this is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. But when you don't pitch in a month, a month and a half, like, I don't want you in that spot right away. Like I, it's not that I don't want Max Scherzer pitching. It's that I don't really trust him. Now, luckily for the Rangers, being up 2 nothing, you get Scherzer a start under his belt. Granted, he didn't look very good at all, giving up five runs in the first four innings. But this is a game that they had to get out of the way. And since because it is Max Scherzer, like if he would have went out there and went six scoreless, striking out nine, I wouldn't have been shocked at all. But Houston came out swinging, did exactly what they had to do. They end up winning this game 8-5. to five. Jordan Alvarez continues to be one of the best hitters that we've ever seen. He is ungodly good. And um, Leody Tavares with probably the best catch I've seen. I'm, I'm not even going to look this up. I'm pretty sure it was Andy Chavez with the Mets. And I'm pretty sure he robbed Scott Rowland. Um that home run robbery was absolutely insane. Um, they do play again today. You get Jose Urquidy against Andrew Haney. Game is still in in Arlington. I kind of like the Rangers again today. I do. They so one of one of the things I look for in baseball, and I've I'm pretty sure I said this with Kevin, although I was a little intoxicated, so I might be wrong. Um, you're down five nothing. Once it gets to that point, 
I'm not expecting you to win the game. Just show some life. Make it a game. Win the last two innings. Win the last three innings. That way you go into the next day and be like, okay, look. Yep, we lost the game. We were down 5 nothing, But we came back and we made it a game. I think that's very positive. Like the Phillies Diamondbacks, they're up 10 nothing. Don't let it end up 10-4. to Don't let them score four runs in the eighth and the ninth. Don't give them that hope. And sometimes maybe it's just false hope. But it's something I personally look for. Um, Now, I'm not going to tell you because the Rangers kind of made it a game is why I like them to win. But that does play a factor, in my opinion. The Rangers are minus 115 on the money line. I would take that. But I still think this goes seven, and I'm still picking the Rangers in seven. Phillies Diamondbacks. Two nothing Phillies after a 10 nothing cheek beating. Phillies have Ranger Suarez on the bump tonight. They are minus 130 against Brandon Fott. Um, Fott's actually a pitcher that I do like. I know he's been terrible this year, um, he's been better in the last month or so, excluding the postseason. Um, But he's been sent down twice. And this Phillies lineup is just cooking. I don't know how you can have any confidence if you're the Diamondbacks. I don't know how you can have any confidence if you are a Diamondbacks fan. But I will say this. This team is ahead of schedule. They have... Very good players in place. Like, I think Fott is going to be decent. He's probably a number three, but he's got the prospect pedigree of, you know, a good pitcher. They already have Zach Gallon, who's going to get Cy Young votes this year. The pieces are in place. So, for them, I still have Phillies in five. I'm not going to say it's four yet. This was a series, realistically, you weren't going to win. But there is nothing to be upset about if you're a Diamondbacks fan. They're ahead of schedule. Corbin Carroll is going to be one of the most exciting players in baseball for the next however many years you want to say. But this is this series is over. Um, Philly should dominate this game. They're 7-0 in the last two years when Ranger Suarez pitches. Not necessarily starts because he does have a save in one of the games. And he's one of the more underrated pitchers in baseball. Like, he doesn't... Nothing phases this guy. He's unbelievable. And, you know, we I make the joke, oh, well, some teams are built for 162 and some are built for October. Like... Ranger Suarez in October is so much better than Ranger Suarez in the regular season. Just the pressure just doesn't get to him. It's literally, obviously, the talent gap is different, but the way his composure—he's like Cliff Lee on the mound. It's it's unbelievable. And and my favorite bet today is the Phillies team total. Um, it is. I let me just double check this really quick. I believe it's four and a half, and it's minus one thirty. For the entire game. Um, I would pound that. And. I know a lot of you guys don't follow the people that I follow on Twitter. But there's been multiple people on Twitter buying up 
cheap tickets in Arizona that live in Philadelphia just so Diamondbacks fans can't go to the game. Like, I've seen 39 tickets, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but if you think it's just 39, then it's just 39 that I have seen. And they're they're out there tweeting, hey, if you're a Phillies fan in Arizona, I'll give you these tickets. You can just donate to me, but I have free tickets for you if you want. Just so these Diamondbacks fans can't overtake, you know, their own stadium, which is insane to see and hear. Um, But yeah, I like the Phillies today. I don't think it's going to be close. I'm not going to say it's going to be 10-0. Because again, there is talent in Arizona. And as Ryan Rosillo always says, you can't fake desperation. Now, he specifically means that in the NBA where you can... You know, essentially play basketball and take a game off. You can't really do that in Major League Baseball. That's why the All-Star game is so much better because you can't half-ass a baseball game. But I do think, you know, being down 0-2 and then going home, the way that they have lost these games have not been good for morale. But technically, series don't start until the home team loses. If we're doing, if we're going to do this, the Diamondbacks are supposed to lose the first two games of the series. Come back home, that's fine. Hey, we're down 0-2. We lost games we're supposed to lose. We're back in our house now. This is a game that they can win. You know, if I'm if I'm the manager, that's what I'm saying. Hey, you know, we're supposed to lose these games. We're back on our turf now. We got our crowd behind us. You know, you should kick it up a notch. I get all that. But this Phillies team just looks unbeatable. And and I don't know how the Diamondbacks actually come back. Today's episode is brought to you by the premier clothing brand choice for any outdoor enthusiast, Backroads Apparel. Whether you chase the migration, live life at full draw, or just enjoy going to the camp to crack cold ones with friends and family, Backroads has a design that fits your lifestyle. Represent the brand that prides themselves on being authentic and original. Head over to BackRoadsApparel.com and grab your gear today. Be sure to use promo code PTB during checkout to receive 10% off of your entire order. Again, that's BackRoadsApparel.com, promo code PTB. And now the game everyone's been waiting for, the snooze fest of a Thursday night football game. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars heading to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Um... Trevor Lawrence, not going to be at 100%. He's got a left knee sprain. Um, He's still expected to play. But, again, clearly he's not going to be at 100%. The offensive line for the Saint has been just decimated. And, you know, Carr's not 100%. So, I'm so glad we get these unhealthy, banged-up teams playing on a Thursday night. It's so fucking terrible. This game is going to suck. Thank God the Phillies play... Today or else I wouldn't even care. I'm probably going to watch the Astros and the Rangers over this shitty game. Because Thursday night football continues and will always be fucking horrible. Um, The Saints are two-point favorites. Two-and-a-half point favorites. Uh, The over-under is 40-and-a-half. Listen, these are two of the most disappointing teams in the league. Um, The offense for the Jaguars has completely disappointed Trevor Lawrence himself has been one of the biggest disappointments this NFL season. You know, he was supposed 
to take that next step to stardom, and he just hasn't. Defense is still fine, whatever. But it finally looks like Travis Etienne has turned into the Clemson Etienne. He has been electric the last couple weeks. Um, and then on the Saints side, like they're just not going to win with Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael. Like, spare me with blaming Derek Carr. Like, I'm, I'm not telling you Derek Carr is the best thing, but I promise you he's not the reason that they're three and three. Um, and I'm looking on FanDuel now. It looks like the line for the Saints has dropped to one and a half. I'm taking the Saints. I'm taking under 40 and a half. Um, I do like an Evan Ingram anytime touchdown at plus 310. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. And, well, you know you know my uh, my mantra. First first touchdown in primetime, which I think it's, it's only hit once this year. Um, Evan Ingram is... 15 to 1. And if you want to get real fancy, Taysom Hill, 19 to 1. I kind of like that. Um, as far as some other prop bets, player rushing yards, ETN is over 68 and a half. Seems kind of high against this defense. Kamara is 48 and a half. Don't really love either of them. Receiving yards, Alave over 62 and a half. Big fan of that. Kamara, 30 and a half. I wonder what his receptions are. That would be way more interesting. Total receptions. Kamara, over three and a half. Oh, well, that's minus 186. So I wonder if you could probably bump that up to four and a half. But either way, dude, it's baseball season. Official picks. Saints minus one and a half. Under 40 and a half. That's going to do it for this little solo episode. I just want to get something out there. You know... The more podcasts, the better. I've, I get ridiculed if I take a, a podcast off. Um, Blake is actually at the Saints game. I don't know why he wanted to go. But, I mean, free tickets, I guess why not. Um, go Phils, and we will see you live on Sunday. Peace out, nerds.